Being a cat can be damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life and be more dog. Life is worth nothing 
This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Offering is the truth, nothing more. And that may just be what you get here on the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Welcome, guys. It is Sean Raz, your host. It is, uh, what is today? April 18th. I hope you filed your taxes on time because you don't want that evil government to come after you, do you? So that's what they'll do if you didn't... Oh, wait. I didn't file mine. I haven't filed my taxes in years! <laughs> Screw you, IRS. I don't care. I pay my taxes, but I'm not doing your work for you. You figure out what I owe you, if I owe you anything. If you want to send it back to me, send it back to me. If not, I don't care. That's how I feel about the IRS and tax day. So, if you did your proper civic duty, good for you. I hope you feel proud of your decision... To, to follow what the man tells you to do to pay back the, the, the banking system is all you're doing. Your taxes are just there to pay back the banking system. Realize that, my friends. Just realize that. It's not really there to, to, to build the roads. Because <laughs> look at our road system. Look at all of it. It's all fucked up. It's all screwed up. It doesn't make any sense. So welcome to the first 52. Tuesday night. April's almost already over. Uh, weird, crazy things going on all around us, as usual. It's constantly uh, interesting, uh, weird, uh, unexplainable things that are going on that make you just you just want to step back and go, what the hell? Why? Why? We got this idiot driving around shooting uh, the, this old man, and then uh, they find him dead in his car on the side of the road, self-inflicted gunshot. Okay. Okay. I've seen, uh, you know, Erickson Harrell, law enforcement officer here in the state of Florida. He's got some questions about the, the video and the scene. I'm not saying people weren't killed. I'm not saying somebody didn't die. 
You've got a question whether it's uh, what we're being told. Uh, yes, I am on call. Yes, I am live, Buzzy. Of course, I'm live. Here I am. If you listened from the start, you'd have heard the date, and you know it was live. Pay attention, son. What's wrong with you? I love messing with Buzzy. But anyway, uh, so, you know, that, that that's an interesting string of events. I, I'm not going to promote this guy. I'm not going to talk about him any more than what I just said. Uh, it's really not worth my time or energy. Something I'm, I do want to talk about, and I, unfortunately I can't play the rant for you because the video is unavailable now, uh, but you guys know I, I stopped listening to Alex Jones years ago. Uh, it's been, Jesus, it's got to be five years almost now that I quit, four or five years since I listened to Alex Jones last. It's a long time. It's a long time to not listen. And I didn't even know he was divorced in 2015. I didn't even know that happened. So Alex Jones got a divorce because he was cheating on his wife, Mr. Religious Man. And I guess today in court or yesterday in court, uh, his lawyer in his defense has said that he is just a performance artist. That's all he is, just a performance artist. Now, people have been constantly trying to, to uh, put Alex Jones down, and I used to defend him adamantly. Uh, that's the right word, right? Yeah, I believe that's the right word. I used to defend him. I used to try to stand up for this guy. But, I, I mean, it's it's hard to when you when you don't agree. Oh, what the hell did I just do? So I hit a weird button. There we go. Got out of that. Got this up here. I put my hands down on my keyboard. Not a good thing. So InfoWars Alex Jones is a performance artist. His lawyers his lawyer says in divorce hearing. Again, I didn't even know he was getting a divorce. I didn't even know this was going on. Uh, I got to turn that down a little bit, I guess. I don't want you guys to have to hear it constantly, but I am on call. As I tell you guys, when I'm on call, sometimes, uh, uh, you know, I got to keep my phone up so it gets my attention. Unfortunately, uh, the Alex, uh, the Alex Jones, who told his legions of InfoWars listeners that bogus stories about the U.S. government being behind the 9-11 attacks and about Hillary Clinton operating a pedophile ring out of Washington, D.C., Pizza Joint is really a performance artist. Now, listen. I am going to agree with this statement. Uh, if you ever listen to me when I worked with Shannon Burke, uh, when I got into conversations with people on different shows about what I did there, I did play a part. I played a crazy conspiracy guy. Now, everything I talked about, uh, I believe in. Everything I, I brought to the table, I believed in. Every once in a while, I might you know, play that crazy part for him. But I played a part. That's what radio is. I mean, we, we all play parts. We all play. You, Sean Raz is not Sean Raspatella. Well, I guess kind of is for the most part, but because I believe in what I speak about. But you get my point. There's a there, there's a certain what do they call it? Um, there's a certain level of performance art that we put on when we do these shows, even if we agree with everything we're talking about. So, yes, he is a, a performance artist. Imagine that. It wasn't the word I was looking for, but that's the only thing that could come to mind. Uh, so he is a performing performance artist. We put passion. We put uh, belief into what we talk about. Now, a lot of people are concerned. And I'm, I, you guys know I don't talk about Alex Jones. I don't use his articles. I don't, I don't watch his show or listen to his show anymore. I didn't know he was divorced. We're going through a divorce. 
Mr. High Christian Guy. He actually got me thinking about going back into uh, into religion when I first started listening to him. My wife and I explored it, going, you know, saying maybe we do need to get back into this because this is what he preached. And we moved on. We 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 do our thing. Uh, we believe in what we believe in. And I don't listen to him. So I, I just, is this going to be a problem for him? And I, when I saw he's allegedly, allegedly, and Austin Paper reported that he's allegedly paying his wife $40,000, $43,000 per month in child support and, and separation and alimony and all that other shit. It's just, it raises questions. I, you know, a lot of people, again, have always questioned him. I wish we could watch... Uh, this rant that he posted this morning, I guess, but they, he must have taken it down because his lawyer went, what are you, effing idiot? You can't do that. You're in the middle of a, a lawsuit. You're in the middle of, you're in the middle of child custody hearings and, and things like that. And you're going to post a, a frantic rant when your wife is already saying that you, uh, let me see here. What did she say? Um, He's not a stable person, she reportedly told the court. He says he wants to break, break Alec Baldwin's neck. He wants J-Lo to get raped. I'm concerned that he is engaged in felonious behavior, threatening a member of Congress, she added, referring to Jones' recent comment about Republican Adam Schiff, a Democrat from California. He broadcasts from home. The children are there watching him broadcast. There's another thing. I didn't know he was broadcasting from home. I thought he had built this facility back in 2011 or whatever it was that that's where he broadcasted from. I didn't realize that this facility was at the house, if that's the truth or the facts. I mean, I broadcast from home. Yeah, 43 k a month in child support, alimony, and arrears. And again, this just came to light to me today. I didn't know that this was going on, and it allegedly started the couple divorced in 2015. Shows you how much I pay attention to Alex Jones. He divorced in 2015. I didn't even know it. What is it, 2017 now? So they're, they're still fighting these things. I wanted to touch on that briefly uh, just because the, the, the number he's paying his wife just goes to show he is making seven $8 million a year, as people have claimed. Uh, and I'm not against people making money. As long as you stand behind what you say, when he did this flip-flop with, with Trump, he would have never, when I listened to him back in the day, he would have never supported Trump in, in, the, in the means he was over somebody like, uh, like um, um, Paul. It just wouldn't have happened that way. I just don't believe it would have happened that way. So I wanted to just address that briefly. I really wish we could have watched his rant video. I keep going back to see if maybe it like comes up all of a sudden. I can't view or play video. Yeah, no. It's on the uh, the raw story. Uh, he he must have taken it off his Facebook. Would be the only thing I can figure because that's what it came up with when I clicked on the "Why can't I see this video?" link. Interesting story. Not that it really matters. It's actually better than the idiot shooting up people, though. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, I love you, Buzzy. You know it. My uh, grandmother had to have a, a swallow a pill today. Uh, one of those pills with the camera. Uh, she's been having some issues, and that was my mother just texting us, and we may hear too much of that. Mom's pill went well. Eh. The hell is that all about? Oh, shit. Chuck, try again. Sorry, brother. When I uh, hit it on the phone, it hit it on the... Uh, the actual Skype line. Let me turn this down. I'm not going to have that issue tonight. Give me a call again, Chuck. Sorry about that.
when I was uh, dilly-dallying on my... Oh, what did I do that for? No. Anyway, sorry. Uh, I got sidetracked. I got my attention taken away from me. So that's that's the story of Alex Jones. That's uh, that's going to be the, the... Is this going to be the downfall? I saw one article. I didn't pull it up, but it said, will, uh, will these proceedings be the, uh, the end of InfoWars? Will this show InfoWars to be fake and false? Now, I learned all my stuff. I started there with InfoWars, as, as a lot of people do. Uh, you, you gain your basic knowledge. And I obviously, I don't know if it's the same as it used to be you know, with the whole Trump thing. And again, I don't listen to him. But back then, that's where I gained a lot of my, my basic knowledge. You now, in 2008, when I, when I started paying attention to these things. So it just makes me wonder, man. It, it, it's really, it really does make you wonder. It really, really does. There we go. Got it that time. What's up, Chuck? Hey, Sean. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, brother. What's on your mind? Good. I wanted to talk to you about this United Air thing. I don't know if you happen to read an article by Mike Rowe. You familiar with Mike Rowe? Yep. There's a job guide. You read the article. It said, if you want to travel by air, you must agree to do what you're told. I didn't see Did the article, know? so um, just just make yeah. that aware that I didn't see the article. All right, let me paraphrase it. Go ahead. Okay, if you don't do what you're told to do on the airline, if you travel by air, you're subject to a fine, arrest, constraint, forcible removal, and or permanent ban from the friendly skies. And you know it's there in the fine print. You know, but the thing is, and I agree with him. I, I don't want to fly across the country in a steel tube filled with people who get to decide which rules they follow and which they will ignore. You know, he said he's been on too many flights with angry people to worry about the specific circumstances of their outrage of the details of why they took it upon themselves to do, ignore a direct command. And the plane is not a democracy, and the main cabinet is no place to organize a sit-in. The main cabinet is a place to follow orders. You know, now the whole thing is they made a, a decision that was unbelievably terrible to, uh, to, with his doctor. Right. So, so is he, what side is he on? Help me out here. Is he on the airline side or is he on the doctor he, side? No, he's more or less on the airline side because it was, in, you know, it was really stupid and they're paying for it. But to suggest that the doctor did nothing wrong, I think is incorrect. He ignored a direct order from a United representative while sitting on the United plane. He was told to leave. He refused to go multiple times by multiple people, all with a proper authority. Does that mean he deserved a beating? Of course not. But that doesn't mean he's innocent. All right, here's where I'm going to spin this one, okay? And uh, okay. I, I get the side of um, we have to be safe and, and worry about terrorists attacking us and not wanting to be stuck in this aircraft with this problem, which, you know, airlines have been around for 60 years. I, you know, just throwing a number out of about 60 years. We've had, you know, public air travel as we do now. Uh, the, the biggest comment you made or the, the the biggest thing in the statement you made was the, with the proper authority. So. Let me let me get this straight. I go into a restaurant, right? Now again, I, I know it's not apples to apples, but let's just let's just let's just ride along with this for a second here, right? I go into right. a restaurant, I order my food, I pay for my food, I don't cause any problems, uh, and prior to my food coming to me, and let's 
again, I'm making up paying for it ahead of time, but sometimes you do that at restaurants. Prior to my, I didn't do any problems. I'm just sitting there minding my own business, and somebody else uh, came in and ordered a bigger meal than me, or or an employee came in and needed a place to sit to eat their meal. So before I get my food, they come out and say, I'm sorry, uh, I, we understand you paid for this, but we need you to, to leave the restaurant right now because one of our employees uh, needs to sit down and eat his meal. Uh, first of all, I've paid for this service. I deserve the right to, to travel with this service. Um, I, I think it's absolutely proper that they have come out and said that they will not bump passengers for employees. Now, I get that Correct. there that there are um, maybe some people with – that pay high dollars uh, that to get this right to bump you, which I guess that's something going on. That's a whole different story in itself because uh, you got a paid person with a paid person. My problem is right. you say they have the authority to come in and tell you to get off a flight, and, and this is my story, what I was trying to produce. Uh, they, they have the authority okay. to come in and tell you you've paid for this, but you know what? We don't care that you've paid for this. We will compensate you, but you're going to leave now, whether you like it or not, because you didn't do anything wrong. But we need this spot. That's where the problem arises. Now, I mean, I don't fly for a reason, Chuck. There's a specific reason I don't fly, because I won't deal with somebody holding such a high level of authority over me. And and I understand that. And I'm not sure I get the the similarity between the restaurant. I'll do I do understand your point, but you know we're talking about the lives of 300 and some people flying 35,000 feet in the air as opposed to But see, here's, so here's the problem. Sure. Well, here's, I'm not sure I'm with that. Here's the problem. But, he didn't do anything wrong. It's not like they were removing him for being drunk. It's not that they were removing him for being belligerent to a cabin member or another customer. They weren't removing no. him for any other reason than, than they wanted that spot to be able to fly their employee there. That's the only well, yeah, reason. You're right. And I'm certainly not defending United Airlines, and I don't believe Mike Rowe is either. I think by his article, he's just saying that, hey, when you're talking about how many passengers uh, being on a flight 35,000 feet above the air, then I think the captain or the representative of the airlines really has a right as, as a company, and it is written in the fine print. Well, they don't have the right. Say, they have the They have the... They have the responsibility to protect the other passengers. This was not a protection issue. There was no reason for protection in this issue. So, yes, I do agree that, that they do have the responsibility. They don't have the right. They have the responsibility to protect their passengers, just as a cruise ship has a responsibility to protect their passengers. They're, they've got 3,000 passengers on their cruise ship, okay? I don't know if you've ever been Sorry. on a cruise or not. No. But no, they no, have no. over 3,000 passengers they're responsible for. They don't have TSA. They don't have the Department of Homeland Security protecting their ships. They have their own right. security forces. Okay? They do it properly. You take the government entity out of the airline, you take that money out of that, that situation, you make them pay for it. Maybe then they'll do this differently. We, we absolutely, it does. It definitely needs change, and I think they've just come out with that they are able to offer up to nine thousand dollars for a passenger. I mean, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. Obviously, United did it the wrong way, and, and the only point that I that I feel is correct is that you know if if you're told to do something on an airplane, you should do it. Well, you know, I mean, we we have that mentality because of nine eleven, which was an event that that really 
I don't agree with the situation behind why they say it happened. I don't agree that we have terrorists um, running amok on our airlines. Every single, every single uh, uh, attempted or stopped terrorist airline event since 9-11 has all been false flags, has all been set up and staged events, just as 9-11 was, in my personal opinion. So, And I did pull up the Mike Rowe thing. I'll look into it. Um, maybe I'll reach out to him and see if he'll come on and talk to me about it. Uh, but Good, let's talk some more. I'm going to hang up and let you talk some more about it. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and um, I will read into it. And, and again, I feel that the airlines has a responsibility to protect people from people who are a danger to people on the airline, and that's not this yeah. situation. No, absolutely not. But but the point I think the point to make is that if you're on an airplane, pay attention, do what you're told to do. I mean. He, they were wrong. I mean, it's just a almost a pointless argument as far as who was right as who was wrong, because I don't feel the doctor was entirely right. Uh, you know, I think if he might have if he might have gone out to the let's say gone out to the gate or gone out to where he boarded the plane and, and argued his case rather than take the stand like you're going to drag me off this plane. I would I would have done the same thing. I would have done the same thing he did. I would have been like, no, I paid for this flight. I gotta I gotta be to work tomorrow morning. I can't. I'll lose my job if you take the, if you take me off this plane. I can't. I gotta go home. Sorry about your luck. I could. Well, but at what point when you said, wait a minute, this is escalating? I would have made them drag me off because you know what? He's gonna get paid. He's getting paid now, Chuck. Why, why wouldn't you take I that abuse? I mean, come on, he's getting paid. <laughs> Talk some more about it. I'm hanging up. All right, brother. I want to hear you more. I'll see you later. Thanks. Uh, And he is. He's getting paid. That that's the biggest thing. Yeah, I would have stood. I would have stood my ground for principle, but I would have stood my ground to get paid. God damn! Come on. I mean, that's what happens when you you're a douchebag and you 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 assault somebody and you do something that doesn't make any sense. That's how it works, my friends. That's how it works. Uh, What what are we at here? What time is it? We got time. Um, one of the art, one of the stories I wanted to get into quickly in the beginning here. Uh, I haven't done a lot of cop bashing recently. I, I really, for some reason, it kind of seems like most of those posts have fallen off of my page. I don't see them as much as I used to see them. Uh, so that, that's kind of weird. I don't know. I, I haven't really been rallying about that uh, much this year. Uh, but again, I'm not seeing much. But this one here, I had to, I had to bring to light here. Let's uh. Let's just hear what the audio has to say for us. Oh, let me start it back at the beginning because I was listening to it before the show. Gina Rodriguez and Harold. Let's get it to the very beginning. Gina Rodriguez and Harold go. Thomaston, both San Antonio police officers, and both arrested within hours of each other last night. Anytime an officer gets arrested for for anything, it's disappointing. But DWI is is just so so preventable. And there's, there's really no excuse for it. Police say Rodriguez is an 11-year veteran and was driving with her three kids in the car when she rear-ended another car. When an officer arrived to the accident, he said Rodriguez was slurring her speech, smelled like alcohol, and was unsteady on her feet. A few hours later, 20-year San Antonio police veteran Harold Thompson was pulled over. Police say he swerved into the lane of a fellow SAPD officer, then ran a red light. SAPD officers were arrested by SAPD officers. So absolutely not. They're not they're not held to a different standard, held to a higher standard. A Bear County deputy was also arrested for DWI last night. Oh, I'm furious. 
There, there's no other way to put it. I'm furious about it. 24-year-old Sabrina Moreno was arrested by an SAPD officer near I-10 and USAA Boulevard. She's been with the sheriff's office for just eight months. I'm extremely proud of these, those officers that made the right calls last night and did what they had to do. In spite of their own personal feelings, in spite of whatever else may have been going on, they did their job. And I'm, I'm proud that we have officers like that on the street that are willing to make that sacrifice. And you know what? Maybe this isn't an anti-cop story because I'm proud of those officers, too, that decided to arrest three other officers. Three cops in one night in one town area are arrested for DUI. How many lives have they destroyed? And I hope they, they, I hope their lives are destroyed now because they've destroyed lives. I'm not really a big DUI law guy. Uh, I, I don't, I, I, I think we have enough laws on the books that if you are drunk driving and do something wrong and cause a victim, then you should be, uh, punished in some way, shape, or form. But if you're just driving your car and you haven't caused a victim, then I, I'm against DUI laws for that reason. I understand laws are to prevent problems, but guess what? They don't. It doesn't work that way. Sorry about your luck. It's just a fake belief that you may have that uh, laws will, will stop those things. It just makes me laugh. So anyway, uh, first half hour. Wow, that was pretty quick. If you didn't notice, I started a little earlier. I'm trying to do that now. I told you guys last week I was going to be trying to do that. Oh, shit. I got myself all screwy over here. Hold on give me a sec. Got to reorganize things and get them where I want them. Uh, but I did tell you I was going to start a little earlier. I'm trying to produce the best show I can for you, my friends. The first 52. Oh, oh, as you all know, we discussed uh, Four Toad. Once he gets to Guatemala in a few months, in a few weeks, actually, he leaves first week of May and gets settled. He's going to be joining the show uh, on a regular basis. I spoke with Lexi last night. Um, you know, we're coming in the summertime, it's it's late, it's lighter later now. Uh, Mikey can play with his friends and the neighbors, and he's been doing really good with behaving. Uh, so I think uh, Lexi's going to start rejoining me again on a regular basis every week. She may not stick through with interviews and, and different things like that, but at least for the first hour, uh, Lexi's going to be joining in, and, and we may get very close to the original first 52. We may, uh, you know, have Dave, Lexi, and me together. And if you didn't hear the original First 52s, uh, back when it was on a Saturday night when we did the three-hour show with Dave and myself and Lexi, we had a great time. So I'm really hoping that uh, that all works out the way I'm planning it. And I look forward to uh, the time spent with my wife because, you know, we, we did a great show together. And she's got some great opinions. And she can uh, she can keep me going in the right direction most of the time. All right, guys, I'll be back with you in a couple minutes. Go, uh, you know, go grab another beer. I'll, I'll be here. I'll be back. I love the content. Don't go anywhere. The first fifty-two will be right back. With Sean Raz from Raz Radio. Yeah, he's from Raz Radio. Raz is our guy. I'm your Sean Mother F and Raz. I'm with the Raz. I'm with the Raz right now. Where is Mother F and Raz? Join me, Sean Raz, for the first 52. Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com. The simple power of truth. Take the time, take the time, take the time, take the time.
to you myself because I think you get a bum rap. People always got something negative to say about you, man. I don't get it.
internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate drop. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop? Drop it on us. I kind of know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, uh, hip hop, rap, turd show, politics, man skewing, music. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. Chocolate. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show? It's man skewing, yes? Rat turd show. RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay. And when does it air, buddy? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay, and where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best at the chocolate drop. And so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat turd show. Knock yourself out, kid. Rat turd show. The rat... <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go. The American Republic is in remnant status. The stage is set for our country eventually devolving into a military dictatorship, and few seem to care. My fellow patriots, we need a solution. I think we need everybody to read the Constitution. It's our right, it's our duty. Ignoring it is legal. To abolish the current corrupt government, it's poor as evil. And start a new one by the people, for the people. We were born equal, but the government is making super soldiers like the foreign sequel. Getting ready for martial law, total lockdown. I wish for peace and knowledge with my genie lamp. At least you'll have your own cell at the FEMA camp. Fuck the CIA agency, I break it down from A to Z. They got the guts to say to me, don't protest or make a scene. Well, fuck it, let them taser me. I will not let them intimidate or phase me. I am not insignificant and lazy. I don't even know what to say lately because the system made me crazy. We need a second American revolution. What in the middle of a revolution? We need a second American revolution. We have a second American revolution. We need a second American revolution. The
and the people they've tortured Cloaked in Christianity, preaching the Lord's word I had this as a premonition before it occurred This is for the suppressed technologies That they're hiding from us For the people in power that keep lying to us The international bankers, in their eyes I see lust The truth will come to the light, you can't disguise what you've done We gotta band together, do what we can to spread the knowledge Pass out documentary DVDs at every college Like freedom to fascism, loose change and endgame You watch these films and you'll never be the same Check out Coast to Coast AM, Infowars.com Don't worry, I've got more, DisclosureProject.org WeAreChange.org, there's another top source Go and do some research, you need to realize We need a second American revolution What is now a revolution? We need a second American revolution. We need a second American revolution. The country was on the verge of revolution. We need a second American revolution. The second American revolution. I was at home the other day, high as giraffe pussy, watching the History Channel. <laughs> And they had this documentary on, In Search of Noah's Ark. And I went, oh, how about you go looking for the fucking Snuffleupagus while you're at it? I heard that dude's a missing. You really gonna go? Yeah? Hey, on the way back, will you go to Whoville and get me some green eggs and ham? You fucking gullible prick. Whoa. Don't get me wrong, if you're religious, I'm not saying there's no God. I'm saying people are full of shit and that story sucks. <laughs> Hello? Why do we have to believe it just because it's been around a long time and it makes no fucking sense? If you tell the story of Noah and the Ark to an eight-year-old retarded boy, <laughs> he's going to have some questions. <laughs> it's just a bad story. Even if you're really good at telling stories, you sit him down, Well, Bobby, once upon a time, God was mad at all the people in the world. And instead of telling them what they were doing wrong and offering guidance, he decided to go ahead and drown everyone. And he only told one man, a random man named Noah. Just picked him out of a crowd. He wasn't a special man. In fact, Noah was 600 years old and a drunk. Anyway, God told Noah to build a boat and he and his family would be the only people to survive the flood because apparently all the other people with boats, their shit didn't work. Noah magically got two of each animal to come to him on foot from all over the world. And they willingly boarded the boat and got into cages. And they sailed away for 40 days and 40 nights and civilization began anew. Eight-year-old retarded boys, there you go. First of all, how big is this fucking boat? 
you tell me there are millions of animals? One guy built this boat. How long did it take him? Where did he get all of the wood? 600 years seem a little old for a fella to be taking on a project of this magnitude. Come on, for isn't the earth 24,000 miles long and three quarters covered with the water? Wait a minute. What did the animals eat when they were on the boat for 40 days? Since animals like to eat other animals! I'm sad alone in a boggy marsh Totally motionless except for her heart Hey, this is Jack Blood, your radio gun from DeadlineLive.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to the first 52 with Sean, Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. She's in my head. All right, guys, welcome back to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com. And all the other places I'm at, you guys know where they are. If you're listening to me there, you, you figured it out already on your own. We got a long, long time to go still, my friends. We got a lot more to talk about. We'll get to it. Don't you worry. It's going to be a lot of t- a lot of good fun. And, and you know why I know it's going to be a lot of good fun because my father-in-law called. Salty, how you doing, brother? Do I have to talk to you now? Yeah, now you have to talk to me. What did you think of that, Joe Rogan? <laughs> That was the best one I think I've ever heard. I've never heard that one. <laughs> I'm not that retarded. <laughs> if you watch the video, it's so funny. He's like sitting there in the microphone. Like, I know you can see me. but <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's great. <laughs> it was a pretty good one, yeah. yeah and it's true, though. You know, let's, let's think about this. You know, because there was a big religion thing that's been going on and on the Bubba show that I've been listening, you know, I listen to. And it, it just... Religion is is part of our problem in this world. I know you and I are on the same track from from what I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure we are. Yeah, or close to it anyway. Close to it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't believe any of the four thousand religions that are out there. For, um, was it forty nine ninety nine or five thousand or whatever it is, and and forty nine ninety nine are wrong? <laughs> right, exactly. We yeah. we we actually decided to, to to start the Church of Salty at one point in time. You, me, and Dave sitting around the campfire, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, we could do that. I mean, I, I did get ordained, so we could we could, in all honesty, we could do that. If, if I don't know, if I, man, that's work. You know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I know. Unless it's for your 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 belly, you really don't want to do it. No, no. I mean, it's it's, it's all about the it's beer thirty. Exactly. <laughs> One well, food, you know. I mean, you'll do a lot of work to make sure you got food. Yeah, you'll, oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. All that gardening and everything you do, that's that's to make sure you have food. So you're definitely willing to do work. Now, I know you uh, you initially called just as I went to the break. You wanted to help me clear up my little uh, story for the the United flight thing. Well, yeah, you 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 started off on your uh, on a little bit of a. An allegory tale, an allegorical tale, if you will. Right. Uh, uh, this was something we, got, we covered on on weekend warm up, and so it was very clear in my mind as to the direction you were wanting to go. And I think maybe you, you started talking faster, and then your brain was working at the point. That, that happens sometimes. Every once in a uh, while, it does move too fast. <laughs> so basically, everybody's familiar with Golden Corral, one of the crappiest. Well, I'm sorry. 
Lots of people love Golden Corral. I'm not going to in, invoke my opinion of the the restaurant. I'd be happy um, to do that though. It's really crappy. <laughs> okay, I got no problem doing that. They're not my sponsor. I don't give a shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're not paying any bills here. Right? So. Exactly. Uh, so you're standing in line at the Golden Corral, which is kind of a, it's a quasi. You, you stand in line. Uh, I want to. I want to have the steak or whatever. You tell them they're. they're <laughs> Uh, I'm going to pay for my my salad bar, et cetera, et cetera. I want a salad bar. You get to the end. You got your tray. You're sliding along. You pay for all of your goodies. You go sit down. You grab your salad bar. You're waiting for your steak. You've already paid, mind you. The place is packed. It's overrun. It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It's almost time for shift change. You find your seat. You and your three other buddies, mind you, three other buddies. You haven't eaten in two days. You're freaking starving at this point. Okay, so you're sitting down. You're waiting for your steak to arrive. You're nibbling on your on your salad bar goodies. The next thing you know, the manager's tapping on the back of the head and saying, hey, guys, um, we're in the middle. We're super busy. We're at a shift change. We've got four employees that want to sit down and have something to eat. And we have chosen you four to get the hell out of here so they can sit down and have something to eat. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, we know you've paid. We know. Oh yeah. And here comes your, here comes your steak. We it's, it's just a minute or two away. We understand that, but you can't have we'll, your steak. We'll give you a coupon for a steak tomorrow. Tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow afternoon, but three, three of them get walk away and i'm sitting there and i'm going hey man i'm hungry i want to have my food i've already paid for it it's on the way i know the cooking in the back i can smell it that's the, that's a good smelling steak here it comes right it's on the way so however i did not realize that when i signed that charge slip there were thirty-seven thousand pages of all of these well, this could possibly happen, and we're going to throw you out of the restaurant.com kind of situations that I agreed to. Who the hell Who the hell reads all that? So anyways, here I am. I'm having my salad, waiting on my steak. Boom. I'm told to get the hell out. No, I'm not getting out. So four restaurant employees can sit down and have my salad and steak. Before they go to work. Right. It, 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 <laughs> it on, is man. ridiculous. And, and like Chuck, the, my caller beforehand, said, it's it's hard to compare it because, you know, lives aren't in danger. But it, it is it, that that is a perfect comparison of what I was trying to put together. Um, I think the cruise ship one was even was just as good, you know. Just as good, sure. You have to I, remember I, that's their job. Their, their job you know, is to protect their protect you, not assault you. Certainly. I You know, I understand the premise of uh, if there is a, a life and death situation, there there has to be times to where okay, everybody abide by the. I'm going to air quote it, the 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 authority figure, the authority, the authority. I understand that. I completely understand it. Hey man, you know, hey the, the cabin's on fire. Everybody get the hell out. No, I'm having my peanuts. No, that's a dumbass move. Get off the plane. The, the, the cabin's on fire. Right. Uh, 
sorry, we were retarded. And we, again, if we want to talk about retarded people, we'll go back to Joe Rogan. He would explain it probably far better than I. Uh, here we go. We've over, we don't know how to book. We overbook and we didn't realize that we didn't have room for our employees to get to their next destination. So we're going to tell paying customers who pay all of our salaries right. to get the hell off the plane. Right, exactly. That's the dumbest damn model of, of business I've ever heard of. It's ridiculous. And, you know, uh, again, go to the cruise ship. They don't overbook. Go to go to uh, the comedy club in, in you know, Vasani's over there in Port Charlotte. They don't overbook. They, they, no. they can figure out how to do it. it uh, trains can about- figure out how to do it. Uh, cabs can figure out how to do it. Buses can figure out how to do it. I mean, and these are all mom and pop Mickey Mouse outfits, not necessarily the 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 cruise ships, but the you know the other places you're talking about. Right? They're small joints. Why can't you, you, a few hundred people? Even a the few hundred people. Even the paid prisons can figure out how to not overbook. They just send the really bad offenders out and bring the drug offenders in that you know aren't criminals yeah. and, and, and won't then, harm anybody. So they even that can goes back out. to the state. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, yeah. the, the, it's easy not to overbook. You have 130 seats in a plane. Um, you sell 130 seats. If your employees need transportation, guess what? You fucking rent a a, a small private plane to send them over. You do what you got to do to deal with your business. That's your business, and your business is to accommodate the people that are sitting their ass in the seats that are paying for that, not to accommodate the employees. What you couldn't call in local employees to do this job. You, you there was no uh, nobody else on a flight coming in there that could have maybe shifted over there. You couldn't on call. Yeah, you couldn't have flown maybe one person light. Uh, sure, maybe sure. the maybe, maybe the federal government involvement is why they couldn't fly one person light. So maybe it, that could perhaps, be the issue. Well, that's probably probably it. But how about this, uh, Cla- Claudia, my my wifey, your uh, your 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 mother in law, works at a restaurant to where they always have to have two people, regardless of are you scheduled or not. They're on call. Yep. There's two people. And we're talking in a place that employs 30 people total. And they've got that kind of a, that kind of a percentage of backup that always has to be on demand to fill these positions just in case. Yep. It makes sense. Why would you not prepare for an issue? It's just, you know, you're a multi-million dollar company. It's not that you're not making money. You're charging people an arm and a leg to 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 fly again i don't fly anymore i just won't why do you think i bought a big old conversion van when we travel i want to be able to travel you, you want to lay in the back and smoke weed well that too but that's a whole other story in itself i mean that's that's a separate thing of, of, of the reason I mean, alleged, allegedly oh no not allegedly it's it's absolutely true but that's a whole other story I, I it's nice to say i have to stop doing it because it costs 70 bucks to fill that fucker up from empty Oh man! Yeah, I just I I ran out of gas the other day because I was sitting in it with it running. So I have to stop idling at this point yeah, in time. Yeah, you can run a drop cord to the house to power the equipment. Yeah, I might have to do that. That'd be a, that'd be a lot better hey, way to your, go. I'm, your daughter would be living with you if I did that because she would leave me. Oh, if you start back feeding on uh, on electricity? <laughs> no, if I spend all that time in the van. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah very good point. So anyway, um, so we got that point through. Uh, what we wanted, what you wanted to address, uh, the, the main reason you're called. But then when you called, I said, wait, listen, I got this other story I'd like to talk with you about. And I, I, I'm sure you saw Buzzy's comments on Facebook about this story. 
I did, and and this is something I've actually had on on, on the burner for for the show tomorrow. But I mean, if you want to kick it right now, that's fine. Yeah, I, well, I had it lined up, so don't you know don't spill all your goo everywhere. But maybe just uh, <laughs> you know quickly give me a synopsis. Let me let me get through the story real fast. There is no audio for this one, uh, no. but but let me let me just read this. It's a very short story. Uh, this happened. Louisiana man arrested, accused of cursing near a woman, clearly disturbing her peace. Deputy says. A Louisiana a man was arrested last week in West Monroe, accused of disturbing the peace by cursing near a 75-year-old woman. Jared Dylan Smith, 20, of West Monroe, was booked April 8th with disturbing the peace through language and disorderly conduct, according to uh, this parish sheriff's office. I'm not, I don't know, something like that. The complainant said Smith was standing next to her when he yelled an expletive and clearly disturbed her peace. The arresting deputy said in an affidavit of probable cause. He said Smith denied yelling the expletive, which, of course, he's going to. According to Louisiana law, one of the ways in which a person can be charged with disturbing the peace is by addressing any offensive the derisive derisive thank you or annoying words to any other person who is lawfully in any street or other public place or call him by any offensive or derisive name or make any noise or explanation in his presence or her presence and hearing with the intent to deride offend or annoy him or to prevent him from pursuing his lawful business occupying occupation or duty the penalty for disturbing the peace is 90 days in jail and a fine up to $100. Go ahead. Um, actually, I read the uh, the fine. They actually fined him 200 Oh, did they? Yes, they well, did. Well, that, that's, that's what the penalty the, is. The, um, the, there's a problem that I see. Just I, didn't re- I did not read the law. I was just letting you, you read it right there. Uh, there is a problem because they specified within... That law intent, right? Which, if he was yelling there at somebody was, else, there was no intent to disturb her peace. No, he's 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 just bashing on somebody else. Could have been his buddy across the street to be like me telling you, "Hey, you're 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 a short midget." Well, I mean, what the hell? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Did did the did the lady who's next door to you, uh, who's only four foot two, is she now offended by the fact that I that I said some kind of a slur towards you? But if we remember, the whole point of the First Amendment is to protect. Um, speech that is going to be offensive is to pr- protect, um, you know, you, you don't, that's, a, that's the biggest thing with what we see going on salty right now is people think they have the right to not be offended. You, you don't have that. That's, right. that's not problem. a right. No, that's, that's not a right by any stretch. Yeah, yeah. Now here, here's, here's, here's the, the other side of that as well. I, do, and before, before I, before I go into this, Understand that I think this is the most farcical thing I've seen in a very long time. It's absolutely patently ridiculous. However, to for, for people who apply the First Amendment clause to this is also patently ridiculous because this was this has nothing to do with political speech. Now I know that the First Amendment has been argued that it doesn't always cover – it's not purely political speech. But this is this is one of those things that – I mean, like, Isn't this really based around a religious belief in the long run? 
Not, I don't know about a religious belief, but this is more of a you know a personal moral kind of a thing that people are looking to impose upon others, and that is also that's that's a troubling troubling thing as well. But that's what based more, around religion, though, isn't it? I I, I I hate to keep going back to it, but all that <laughs> the the word "fuck" is only bad because the Christians said it was bad. Not necessarily. Because, I don't just because a Christian said it. I, that I don't know. That I, that I I have no idea. So who determines this? Who determines what's a bad word? Yeah. <laughs> the here's a, let's hashtag it. The moral majority. Yeah. Who who determines an expletive? I don't know. But, I genuinely don't know. That would be my defense. I would hire a lawyer and say, "Wait, determine who who determines is an expletive." You know, it's an expletive to you. It's an expletive to her. Is is uh, poo poo? Is that an expletive? Right. Well, somebody might right. think that's an offensive word. You poop mouth. You poop mouth. How yeah. could you use such a term? No, I, I and I get that. I I genuinely understand that there are people who are for for whatever reason they're offended by a word, or they they think they're offended by it. I mean, if you were to punch them in the face, I think that would be more offensive than than saying something in their presence. So, well, that's actual assault. That's actually causing a victim. You have now you have now done something physically to someone. Right. That's but, different. Th- but 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 this is the this is kind of what they're trying to argue. You have said something in the presence of another person and you have victimized them by your speech. <sighs> By your speech, come on! My words have suddenly victimized you. Right, the, the, that's the, nonsense. The very first thing we address in our constitution or our way of living is that you can say whatever you want. Now there are consequences uh, to what you say. All right, and there there always should be consequences to what you say, but not by a, a, a authority, not in this kind of uh, position or, or way. No, maybe the maybe the son comes and beats your ass because you cursed in front of his mom. Uh, right. You know that's a consequence of your speech, right? Yeah, and and the consequential kickback if 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 I'm standing in public and some you know fifteen year old kid is mouthing off to the point of uh, it's being insulting to Claudia or my grandmother or whoever else, I'll take care of it. There's no reason for law enforcement. I'm going to have a discussion with a young man. He might like it. He might not. <laughs> uh, maybe he's going to like a foot in his ass. Maybe he won't. Well, and but, he'll he'll <laughs> determine if he gets a foot in his ass because I know you. You would talk to him, and you'd 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 uh, have the opportunity to back down. Right, and and he'll Period. either he'll either stand up to you and take a swing, or he'll walk away and shut up. Yeah. So and that, hope, that's the way it goes. And, and personally, you know me, I don't care either way. Right, and and if he takes the swing, <laughs> then guess what? You are now the victim, and not him. <laughs> and that's just the way it goes down. Uh, guess who? Guess who decided to join us, Salty? I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with. Um, oh Christ! If we're talking about old people being insulted, I'm gonna go with Buzzard Bob. Will you hit the nail on the head? What's up, Buzzy? <laughs> hey, what's up, fuckers? <laughs> what's up, old man? Hey, now look, I'm all about freedom of speech, but the bottom's down to. Uh, a little bit of a courtesy. You don't stand in front of my mom because my mom don't say one single curse word whatsoever, and she don't want to hear it. So I don't say it around her. I'm the heathen in the family. But it, it's all that about respect. There, there's a yeah. time and place for everything. 
Well, and like I said, I don't think the boy should have went to jail. Maybe not it, even a fine. Right. No, maybe a good speaking to. Bend him over your fucking knee and whoop him like a little fucking child for saying a bad word in public. Bitch slapping. And that's kind of what exactly. salty. That's kind of what salty and I were saying, Buzzy. Is you know that's up to that's not up to a cop to come up and deal with that situation. That's not well, now. If he, if, will, if he would have been standing uh, around like Salty or me or even you to fix the situation, well, maybe you might need to call a cop. Maybe the boy needs to learn a lesson by taking his goddamn money. Yeah, I see. Now, now you're you're imposing will on people. You're imposing your belief and your will on people at the hand of a gun. No, no. Yes, yes. He ain't got to shoot him. Uh, no, the hand of a gun just means at the hand of law enforcement is all that. that that's the way of saying oh, whatever. at the hand of law enforcement, Buzzy. So you want your will imposed on other people, your beliefs, your way of thinking imposed on other people at the barrel of a gun. Just the way we've done in, in, in Syria, hey, hey, the way we've done hey, in Iraq, partner. the way we've done in Afghanistan. Government agency supporting your cause. Sure, why not? Sometimes. Sometimes it's better. better. <laughs> when it's good for you, <laughs> when it's good for you, it's okay then, is it what you're saying? Hey, uh, yeah, like everybody's been saying on Sony Talk Radio, I'm a liberal, and I'm also a statist. Well, you are so, yeah. a liberal and a statist. Yeah, I kind of agree we, with that stance. We, we, we've proven I that. I still love by, you, but... By, by a dictionary. It boils down. Ain't got Did you just to tell Buzzy religion. to buy a dictionary? Because Buzzy, I don't know if he could handle a dictionary. No, I, it no, just no, might I be said, too heavy for him in general. Dictionary. What I said we pr- we proved it via the oh, dictionary. Oh, I, I, okay, I thought you said buy a dictionary. Yeah, via the dictionary. Well, you gonna buy me a dictionary? <laughs> I'm gonna buy you a dick. <laughs> Where's your next stop at? I'll call ahead for you. <laughs> call ahead, yeah. penis. Uh, it boils down to the common respect for others. I, and There's that's common place for everything. And I agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. But that is not where law enforcement comes in. No. Maybe not. Maybe not. I, I somewhat agree. But if there's nobody else around, and I, I don't expect my mom or grandma to have to listen to some white trash piece of shit to yell, hey, fucker, what are you doing? Well, let's put it this way. Oh, wait, bullshit. wait. Think of it this way. All right. Uh, let, let's put the cop in this position, all right? So this kid's sitting there on the side of the road at a bus stop or whatever he was at, and there's this old lady sitting next to him, and there's this dude across the street that he's yelling obscenities up to. Now, uh, it kind of going along with what Salty says, what if the cop walked over and said, hey, man, you know, that's, that's really not appropriate. Should you be doing that? Now, if he gets lippy and steps up to the cop at that point in time, again, you know my belief on law enforcement, but it's no different than if Salty walked over to him or you walked over him over to him and said this statement. Hey, man, you know, is that really appropriate? And he, and he bows up. If he bows up at that point in time, now we can look at that. And I don't know if that's what happened. Maybe that is what happened. They don't really get into that in the story. But if that's what happened and he bowed up to the cop because the cop came over and said, hey, man, you know, that's really disrespectful well, they, to talk like that in front of this woman. Then I could understand the movement that probably, forward. That in, probably did happen because they charged him two hundred instead of a hundred. Well, they charged him with two fines too. They also charged him with uh, uh, resisting and disturbing the peace. So again, well, sometimes just chewing somebody's ass out doesn't work. You need to take them around back by the cop and just pistol whip the shit out of them and then pepper spray them well, on your way out. It's not 1942 anymore, Buzzy. I'm sorry that that's the way you grew up as a kid. 
But uh, right. I'm sorry, those days are over. 1932, whatever it, the fuck it, year it was. Called, it's called tough love. I, listen, I don't just, but that's not the cop's job. The, then the the grandmother's nephew should have came over and beat this shit out of the kid. Or, or a regular guy on the side of the street should have approached him. I just don't think that we should use a government agency to enforce our beliefs on anybody. No. Well, if the cop is there, why not? I can understand, no, don't be calling 911. Not at all. Well, and it doesn't really say that either, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I read the whole story there. It didn't really... It doesn't specify. doesn't anyway. specify where the cop came from. Doesn't get into that uh, at all. I don't mind. I don't see a problem with him getting taking his money and teaching him a lesson. Next time, he'll think twice before he goes out yelling that shit. And listen, he's well, a he's a twenty year old white trash douchebag. It's obvious looking at this picture. I agree that he's probably not the the, the, the salt of the the uh, race. Okay, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. My all of my windows are open right now, and I live in the middle of a school district. Hang on a minute. You guys are. Fuck all of you! <laughs> Fuck all of you! Fuck all of you! You are on send private property. That's a different the story. Cops. Send the cops. Bring send them the on. Cops. You're on private. You're on private property. You're not in public. Oh, so now it's it's a difference between private property and public uh, property. Uh, oh, somewhat it does. Yes. Either way, Buzzy, you love the state. You're a statist. What if I'm on my private property you know, and this whatever. old bag is walking down the sidewalk over here with her little cane and she's all hunkered over and drools running out of the corner of her mouth and she's all butthurt because a little kid across the street just called, hey, Grandma, you suck. And I'm over here. I'm going, fuck you, you little bastard. You quit harassing that old bag. And now suddenly the cops show up. Are they going to arrest all of us? Because, well, or me and me and the 13-year-old kid over in, the, over in the middle of the schoolyard for calling an old bag or whatever. And then I'm, you know, I'm screaming at the kid using vulgarities. Are we all going to jail? No, the kid should get his ass whooped for uh Yeah, but I used vulgarity in the presence of this, uh, this 80-year-old lady walking you're, around. You're on private property, though. Here's a good oh, example. Right. Here's a good example, too, Salty. <laughs> Let's look at this example, and I think I covered this story a couple weeks ago. I don't even know if I covered it. I know I shared it on Facebook and Twitter. Um, there was this uh, guy working on an electrical box. All right, yeah. Some kid walked by and threw some trash on the ground. Uh, the guy grabbed the kid, uh, assaulted the child, and and you know made a big oh, deal about this. All that it made a big oh, deal no, about no, it. No. The cop shows up. The, the 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 mother, I guess, calls the cop because this guy grabbed her kid and and did what he did to the child. And the cop yeah. came in and ended up arresting the mother because the mother. he was defending the douchebag that grabbed the child. Yeah, and and that, berated that was, the child. I saw that. No, you, you did tell the whole story. That That's there, in my opinion. I saw that. That was pure racism. The guy that no. grabbed the child was white, and the mother was black. I, I didn't. That doesn't matter. That the, really the, doesn't the, matter the, in the story the, that I just told, Buzzy. I saw that as I well. Bet. Had I been a witness to that, I'd have been whipping that cop's ass. Exactly, and that's the point, Buzzy. Well, whipping yeah. his ass. Racism or not, uh, doesn't doesn't matter. If that was a white kid... No, and, it doesn't matter. I get your point on that. It doesn't matter. The cop was should have, uh, whatever, I don't know what, arrested <laughs> him for assaulting a kid? Well, yeah, absolutely. That was, but no, that was child abuse. No, he should not have uh, did anything to the mother. Nothing whatsoever. I'd be... Hey, and that it cop went after the me, mother and the, the daughter. Out of the guy before the cop got there. Yeah, well, see, and that's the thing. That's part of the problem. They're obvi- obviously, since everybody else brought up racism, 
uh, the, the kid probably didn't have a father. Unfortunately, that that's a, a problem in the black community. I don't I don't say that derogatory. It's just it's a fact. So there was no man to step up and go take care of it. So what'd she do? She called the only man that she could think to call the cops because they should be there to protect her child from some douchebag on the side of the road grabbing her child. I've gone through this. Well, I don't know. I've gone through something similar here. You know where something happened with my child, and so I didn't go to jail because the guy was over fifty five. I had to, to to call the cops myself because now, if I, I would have went over there, I would have went to jail. Like she well, any man's ass. Yeah, she did. That's probably why the cop got scared. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, Buzzy Salty, I want to take another break here and then wrap mm-hmm. up the, re- the you know go the last forty five or so with the show. I appreciate the call, Salty, and I, I I think we took it in the right direction. Cool. All right, bud. Absolutely. Uh, at Salty Dog on the Twitter. Bob. I was going to say Salty tomorrow. Uh, four o'clock Wednesday, the, the the first show of the week with Salty. You want to make sure you check that out. He'll, his cast of characters will all be there with him, uh, and and no. I'm sure it'll be a don't, really good don't, show. Don't don't threaten me with a bad time. <laughs> so make sure you check it out. You'll hear Buzzy there again. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah, well, happy four twenty week. See you later. Peace, Buzzy. All right, Salty. I'll talk to you soon. See you later, bud. Peace out. All right, so what I want to do, guys, I'm going to roll into a break here. This is a little quick one. Let me see here. Which which one do I want to use? Which one didn't I use yet? Uh, I didn't use that one yet. So what we'll do is we'll take a break. That'll leave us with about 30 minutes or so, and we'll wrap up the show. And uh, it'll be a good, good, good little bit. We'll take some more calls, 941-421-0401. If you want to jump on board, give me your thought, your opinion, your idea. I love to hear other people's thoughts, opinions, and ideas. Doesn't mean I'm going to agree with you. But I'll listen to you. You guys are listening to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, and all those other affiliates. Look at my crayon out. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? Sean Raz. Four Toad and Lexi. Oh, I meant Four Toad. Sure. Oh, Four no. Dave. Dave. <laughs> hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz, Four Toad, and Lexi. No, that's not like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. It's Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to The First 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Forto. We all live in different realities. There's no doubt about that. They're trying to form a one unified reality, but as we start to look towards what we're trying to actually get to, and that is liberty, freedom, justice for all, um, which is a global cry, we are now knowing it within from all the internet realms that this is a global cry. It doesn't matter if you're in the Netherlands, in Africa, in uh, Peru, or wherever, we're all saying the same thing all over the globe. All over the globe. And so you can't reject anything that comes your way. The universe is trying to speak to you and give you what you need, but you're rejecting it because you think you know what you deserve and what you need which has all been conditioned and programmed by our culture creators, such as Walt Disney, Monsanto, and everyone else. 
So the answer to our problem is actually invisible, and it is called synchronicity. But it's an answer that no one can show you. No one can show you. And so now we're asking humanity to have faith in humanity when the Dark Brotherhood is making it so impossible to do so. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. So we need to find that faith in humanity because listen to all these people that have come out here, every single one of them, a loving, caring, nurturing being that just wants to uplift humanity. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. The television's telling you the total opposite. Fear those people in a van. Fear, don't go outside. You know, you don't want to be meeting around with people. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And the synchronicities will start to unfold, and then you'll actually believe in miracles. Anything that comes your way, go with it, and, and do it to your fullest. You know, that's my message to the world, because it'll guide you to your soul's purpose. And if you let your light shine, you know, to your fullest, when something comes your way, then it'll magnify and become even more than you ever anticipated. And the best thing is, is that everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better than you could have ever And I know that's a, a hard message to sell when the BP oil spill, with the uh, volcanoes, with the corruption, with everything that's going down, the police state, you know, all of it. It's hard to tell people to regain their faith in humanity, to forgive the anger that you have for these people that have, have trespassed on you and to just start seeking the new existence. But we have to. That's what we have to do. We're the voice now. We're the voice now. We're the voice now. You got a like a little internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate drop. Hold on, hold on, buddy. What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop? Drop it on us. I kind of know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, hip hop, rap, turd show, politics, man skewing, music. Hold on, hold on, buddy. Chocolate it's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show? It's man skewing, yes? Rap, turd show. RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay. And when does it air? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay. And where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best, the, cho- the chocolate drop. And so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat turd show. Knock yourself out, kid. Rat turd show. The ra- <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Yeah. This song is for anybody that told you you couldn't be something. Told you you just weren't good enough. Just underneath that, that bar, that level. This one's for y'all. Yo. 
You ever wonder about your style and fashion? Ever wonder about changing if you can make it happen? Ever wonder if the sky and earth would clash ends? And ever wonder what lonely feels like with no friends? See, people nowadays take many things for granted. Here today, gone the next, your dog, I can't stand it. Branded, this track was a mile, I just ran it. I put it together and eat it up like a sandwich. Rappers take off quick, but don't know how to land it. I'm loving this fan shit, and I'll never kick the canvas. Not until I'm dead rich with a rack full of chips and a great goose bottle. Now I hear Take a sip So now I take trips In a bus, no car So if you still search it, homie You won't get far Just hope that you draw And you play the right cards When you trying to find your path When you just under par Said you ever really wonder How you got where you are Now tell me how to feel When you gaze from afar But the money and success Really change who you are Trying to find your path When you just under par You ever really wonder How you got where you are Now tell me how to feel When you gaze from afar But the money and success Really change who you are Trying to find your path when you just under par. You ever wonder why you act the way you act? Ever wonder if your closest friends really have your back? Ever wonder if you're gonna get your life on track? And ever wonder when we gon' put Springfield on the map? See, I got the blueprint and I know all my math. Take this beat plus me, yo, equals a dope track. So while you searching for your path, you can't find it in your past. It takes two to raise a kid, talk about mom and a dad. I can't imagine without them the type of life I have. That's why I work for the future and try to forget my past. Every second, minute, day, year, it comes really fast. I show the people what's hot to get this cold hard cash. Cause life is like a lake and I'm trying to leave my splash. Give me direction and a time I'll execute my task. At last, I hope I answer the questions you ask. Cause you'll never find the road. You gotta create your own path. Said you ever really wonder how you got where you are? Now tell me how to feel when you gaze from afar. But the money and success really change who you are. Trying to find your path when you just under par. You ever really wonder how you got where you are? Now tell me how to feel when you gaze from afar. But the money and success really change who you are. Trying to find your path when you just under par. Said you ever really wonder how you got where you are? Now tell me how to feel when you gaze from afar. But the money and success really change who you are. Trying to find your path when you just under par. You ever really wonder how you got where you are? Now tell me how to feel when you gaze from afar. But the money and success really change who you are. Trying to find your path when you just under par. So if you wonder like I do, where you gonna go? All you gotta do is be the change in your soul. Just let it flow, bend your knees to the flow. And pray to God these blessings you keep getting more. So here we go, these people don't really know where we about to go and how I'm about to blow. And I'ma keep investing and watch this money grow, even though the dollar's the root of all evil, bro. Said you ever really wonder how you got where you are? Now tell me how to feel when you gaze from afar. But the money and success really change who you are. Trying to find your path when you just under par. You ever really wonder how you got where you are? Now tell me how to feel when you gaze from afar. But the money and success really change who you are. Trying to find your path when you just under par. Surfing the web and texting too I'm in the car behind you You drive me crazy I honk and say F you 
Yeah, I, I know it's hard to remember before technology when people would steer with their two hands instead of using their knees. I see you looking at Facebook while you're trying to drive. You're swerving like you're really wasted. You speed up and you slow down. You're searching porn sites. I've missed seven lights. This guy to my right is texting his wife. No, this isn't fun. If I had a gun, I'd take someone's life. You're on an iPhone trying to drive home Surfing the web and texting too I'm in the car behind you You drive me crazy I honk and say F you If Alexander Graham Bell could see this He would probably slit his effing wrist Distracted texting, tweeting, lunatics I hope they crash and burn dead in a ditch I'm driving in back of a bimbo She's playing the Angry Birds game My hands are starting to tremble Doing 50 in the fast lane I never get anywhere on time You rude bastards don't even care You are way too self-absorbed You speed up and then you slow down I'm flashing my bright speed up Jesus Christ You're watching two dykes on red tube websites No, this isn't fun If I had a gun, I'd end someone's life You're on an iPhone trying to drive home Surfing the web and texting too I'm in the car behind you, you drive me crazy I honk and say F you If Alexander Graham Bell could see this He would probably sit his effing wrist Distracted texting, tweeting lunatics I hope they crash and burn dead in a ditch Yeah, you're on an iPhone Break it down. Break it down, Edley Mandico. Do a little rapping. Pretty good so far. Kiddo. Check my flow. Good. My brakes. I can't stop pumping because you're obsessed with pushing all them buttons out of control with all those apps you're juggling. I need a weed app because you're killing all my buzzes. Addicted to the gadgets, you buy them by the dozen. I roll down the window and tell you to shove them. Learn how to drive, you stupid AOs. You're on an iPhone trying to drive home Surfing the web and texting too I'm in the car behind you You drive me crazy I honk and say if you If Alexander Graham Bell could see this He would probably slit his effing wrist Distracted texting, tweeting lunatics I hope they crash and burn dead in a ditch Yeah, you're on an iPhone I'm through with standing in line The clubs I'll never get in It's like the bottom of the ninth And I'm never gonna win this Life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be Hey guys, it's Popeye from FederalJack.com You're listening to the first 52 Where you can hear inmates run the insane all right, guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com. Oh. 
Tuesday, April 18th. Still there, brother. Still where we're at. I'm going to continue to cover some things. I want to thank Salty and Buzzy for calling in. I do have the phone lines open, 941-421-0401. I, 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 I'd love to hear your opinion. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Got some, some stories I want to touch on. Part of why I played the iPhone song. I had my reasoning behind that. A story I came across this week just kind of made me think about things. You know, think about how we're living anymore as, as human beings. You know, this is something I've rallied on for years about how we're not acting like good human beings anymore. We, we just don't do it right. We don't care about humanity. We don't care about the other people around us. And that's that's a big problem. And why is that? Like, what's going on in our lives that prevent us from being able to, to be there for other people? You know, why do we have this, this issue, this problem of helping people? We can never seem to do the right thing and help people. And I don't understand why. I, mean, I don't understand why at all. More Americans suffering from stress, anxiety, and depression, study finds. Many Americans, more Americans than ever before, are stressed, depressed, and anxiety-riddled, ridden, and many are unable to get the help they need, a new study suggests. Okay. Let's get through a little bit more of this before I, I, I totally tirade on this one. An estimated 8.3 million American adults, about 3.4% of the U.S. population, suffer from serious psychological distress. And an evaluation of federal health data concluded. Previous estimates put the number of Americans suffering from serious psychological distress at 3% or less, the research said. Mental illness is on the rise, suicide is on the rise, and access to care for the mentally ill is getting worse, uh, said, Le- excuse me, said lead researcher Judith Weissman. She's a researcher, a research manager in the Department of Medical at NYU Langone Medical Center in New York City. Now, let's look at some of our environmental factors. Let's look at society in general. And where I don't see this study being wrong, I, I do think um, society has grown into this this wah thing. And this goes back to what we were talking about with Buzzy and Salty. You know, Americans and, and, and people in general, especially Americans, though, have become entitled. They believe that they are the most important thing, that everything should revolve around them. And that's not how life how life operates. You know, we're on the, the verge of World War III right now. We are literally on the verge of World War III. Do you honestly believe that our 18 to 30-year-olds would perform in any manner as the 18, 18 to 30-year-olds did in, in 1918 during World War I or, or 19... 19- 42 during World War II. Do you really honestly believe that our young population will be able to fight a war? 
I don't want to put our, our, our troops down. I, I mean, I, I, I served myself. But I don't think the mental level. I, I, I see uh, there was just a story. I wish I would have read it. There was just a story I saw about um, a bunch of, is it still on drugs? Let me say, a bunch of Navy people that, that uh, this Navy officer got in trouble because he called one of the guys Charlie Brown. You, I, it's not okay. It's not okay to, to, to feel that you have this entitlement to not be offended. Oh, dude, Drudge Report. Let's, let's do a Drudge Report report. How's that sound? Okay, I got it open up over here on this other computer. Uh, I, I'm not seeing any red links, so that's good. But the Drudge Report report, uh, we have the shooting in, in Fresno, which I wasn't going to cover. Uh, three dead, suspect screamed, Allah Akbar, uh, hatred toward white people. Okay. O'Reilly uh, hit with another lawsuit, I guess. That's uh, good. Go down, motherfucker. Bye. FBI probing Islam in all 50 states as threats peak. Uh, here we go with the, you know, I, I tweeted right before the start of the show. We had the shooting yesterday, uh, which... I was waiting for them to try to tie this guy to, to to Islam, which they couldn't. He looked like he could have been, but they didn't try to tie him to Islam. But what do we have today? We have a shooting in Fresno tying it right to Islam. They got it all lined up. They got the whole story ready to go, my friends. That's how they do it. It's just how they do it. <clears throat> uh, so we got we got a, a, a Islam Islam threats in all fifty states. White House pushes link between illegals and crime. Okay, let's push link between legals and crime. What does it matter? I, I agree. I don't agree with people being here illegally. I that's you know maybe that that breaks my libertarian stance in in a way, shape, or form. That is possible, I guess. But I don't believe in that. I believe we should have uh, an idea of who's coming here because you know we keep creating these terrorists, so we need to have these protections right now. It's unfortunate, but we do. Uh, first dreamer deported under Trump, whatever. Asylum applications in Mexico surge. Americans get an F on income tax quiz. Yeah, we shouldn't be paying income tax. Spend 17 hours on average preparing their returns. You know how much time I spent preparing my return today, this week, last week, last month, this past five years? Zero. I shouldn't have to do that. I have to pay it through my check. Why do I have to do any more work for you? Figure it out on your own. If you come up saying I owe money, I have a, a period of time that I can now turn around and, and try to, to, to fight that. If I come up getting nothing, I'm fine with that. If I come up getting some money back, eh, I'm good with that too. But I'm not going to do the fucking work. You do the work yourself. If there's an issue, we'll dispute it. That's just the way it should be. I mean, that's sorry. I pay my taxes. It comes right out of my paycheck. My employer pays the taxes for me also on his side of it. I shouldn't have to, 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 to worry about the IRS coming and getting me to pay off the debt that we owe to the banks. 35% pay no income tax despite record collections. Means are collecting from all of us, but 35% that are rich aren't. 
paying anything. Imagine that. Doesn't that anger you at all? Russian bombers fly near Alaska. Air Force scrambles jets. Here we go again, stepping on the door front of World War III. I don't understand how this man that we have as president right now who talked about you know, non-interventional type policies, who talked about not needing to be the police of the world, who talked about focusing on America and getting America better, make America great again. Well, you don't make America great by going out and making more enemies. You make America great by going back to America and focusing on America and not being the world police. But the global elite, the military-industrial complex have got their fucking spikes in this guy, and they're going to do what they need. They showed him the video that, that Saturday right after the election or right after the inaugural. He went to this visit to CIA. They showed him the video. They took him to the base. And said, no, just you. And he went, okay, just let me do this at my pace. All right, I know how to do this. I got what you're saying. I, got, I understand. I don't want to die. I, I, I'll work with you. But you got to let me do it at my pace. Let me, you know, give me some, give me some events to work off of. Give me something to, 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 to work with. Cause I know you can do that. So once you, once you get me that thing, once you get me something to work with, then I'll work with you and I'll do what you want. Don't, just, just get me that thing. Goes against gets everything he ever said he was going to do. Everything he's done has been com- completely against what he said he was going to do. The way he's handling doing them, some of the things he said he was going to do, the wall, the, the, the immigration thing to this, the pipeline to that, to do. He said he was going to do all these things. We all knew he was going to do these things, but he didn't do it the way he said he was going to do it. So it's all been just a big fucking lie. I hope you all are happy with what you got. I hope you're happy you convinced me to get it. I feel bad that I voted for this fuck because now this shit's on my hands. And that bothers me. I don't want I don't want this shit on my hands. 35 scrambled jets. Oh, the the Putin, you know, if we go back to Russian history throughout time, going all the way back to the, the, the 20s and 30s, was it Germany? Yeah, it was both, I guess. I guess we have, yeah, it was both. No, it was Germany. I'm sorry. I confused myself. That happened. Oh, I dropped my pencil. I, my tool to play with while I was talking to you guys, I just dropped, and I went underneath the desk. I can't go down for it right now. That wouldn't go well if I went down for it right now. So anyway, uh, uh, Gorbachev sees another Cold War. U.S. mulling shooting. Oh, yeah. I, I love this one. So we got this idiot that that's trying to to build um, rockets to try to attack the U.S. with nuclear weapons. <laughs> if you buy this story, uh, you know, you're pretty fucking crazy yourself. But, all right, so what are we going to do about it? What, what's our goal? What's our What's our point? So now this guy is going to provoke us. So we're going to go provoke him. We're going to cause massive issues. They just want World War Three. I don't, I don't see why. I don't understand why. I really wish they would stop because I don't want it. I really don't. I don't want to see death and destruction. Let's bring the draft back. Let's make sure the shit is not what happens. Let's not be psychotic and depressed as as stories tell us we're supposed to be. Why is back to the other story? Why I'm, I'm all over the place, aren't I? Right now, it happens sometimes. Oh, I, I 
I knew I wanted something else. I got This will probably be the last little bit of, the, of what I'm going to cover here. This this is got, probably definitely going to take me another 15 minutes. Uh, guys, call. Give me a call nine four one four two one zero four zero one if you got anything to add. Uh, but but what I'm going to get into here, this is uh, my coup de gras. This is something I've I've always talked about. This is something that people think I'm crazy for discussing. Four Toads is 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 traveling, so I'm sure he's not listening right now. He's uh just arrived. You know, they they left yesterday. Drove 24 hours straight up to Connecticut or New Hampshire, wherever the hell he's at now. He's already shared his two cents with this, and I'm going to read this whole article. That's why I know it's going to take me until the end of the show, because you know how my reading skills are. I want to break your 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 beers out now. But this story here just came out April 11th. Harvard researchers are preparing to geoengineer the atmosphere. Let me reread that without... You know, stuttering. Harvard researchers are preparing to geoengineer the atmosphere. You hear what I said, right? You got what I just said. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? In his first of its kind study, scientists will disperse aerosols into the stratosphere in initial test of a controversial technique for blocking incoming solar radiation. What? What was that? A team of Harvard researchers is preparing a first-of-its-kind field experiment in the hotly debated area of solar geoengineering. The controversial idea to combat climate change by pumping aerosols into the sky to reflect the sun's rays back into space. The study will be the first to actually shoot tiny amounts of materials into the stratosphere to study solar geoengineering. Although researchers caution... They will start with water vapor and won't exceed volumes over one kilogram of any substance. All right, so they're going to start with water vapor. And what would any substance be over one kilogram? What substances may they be using? Barium, strontium, aluminum, mm, coal ash. Mm. Yet the concept of intentionally modifying the Earth's atmosphere as a corrective as a corrective for global warming is highly contentious even among those who believe it could one day be used responsibly the idea that you could even think about adjusting the temperature of the planet is terrifying said frank cutchis one of harvard scientists leading the study but the consequences of climate change are also quite terrifying be scared this is a very serious subject. Research is needed to understand the concept better, Kentred said, including what could go wrong if somebody tries it. The big risk with stratospheric geoengineering is unforeseen consequences. A key goal, he said, is to keep better understanding of some of the risks, is to better understand... Wait, a key goal, he said, is to better understand some of the risks. Sorry, uh, Cutchis and his colleagues plan to send a balloon equipped with sensors and propellers 20 kilometers above the Earth from a launch site near Tuscan, Arizona. There, the balloon will spray water into the stratosphere, creating a plume of floating ice crystals one kilometer long and 100 meters wide. 
The balloon, attached to a gondola system and controlled by engineers on the ground, will then move through the artificial ice cloud, slowly taking measurements. The first stage of the test could occur as soon as next year, or maybe 10 years ago, using only water and aiming to test the methodology and technology of the experiment itself. As the study progresses, new substances may be introduced and examined, including calcium carbide, sulfates, and even diamond dust. With the concept of geoengineering, while the concept of geoengineering may be risky, the actual study proposed is not cunthead maintained. His team investigation will distribute the atmosphere far less than the jetliners. Well, disturb the atmosphere far less than jetliners. Wait, where did jetliners come into play in this? Did, did they already try this with jetliners? That's what they've been doing? Wait, what? Who? why did jetliners get brought into the conversation? <laughs> Hello? Bueller? Yet even holding a public debate about finding a technological solution for climate change may be problematic, said Gernot Wagner. Where are these people's names coming from? Head of the Harvard Solar Geoengineering Research Program. But that's not happening. They're not doing anything. The idea of exploring a relatively simple technology solution to the problem could potentially end up deterring world leaders from making necessary reductions in carbon dioxide, CO2 emissions, he said. Huh. What was that dude from from... What in the world are they spraying? In 2009, discussing the same thing, exact same words. What's, um, God damn it. I played videos of him before. You guys know who I'm talking about. You know. So crazy. Of course, we, we understand that solar geoengineering is not the solution. It can't be, he said. We have to reduce emissions. We have to um, mitigate. That is step one. Solar geoengineering is both terrifying and nuts in isolation, Wagner said. But the question is, nuts compared to what? Is it nuts to be staring down the climate abyss the way we are doing it right now? Even if solar geoengineering worked perfectly, it wouldn't solve all the problems associated with CO2 emissions, such as the acidification of the ocean caused by carbon buildup, Kenneth said. Carbon, you know, the, the, the base of life. Rather, he said, geoengineering should be seen as, a, as similar to a painkiller for a gravely ill patient with similar benefits and associated risks. So just think of it as a Percocet. Or an opioid. So once we do this, which we've been doing, now now they're trying to bring it out. I'll get there. Hold on. I'll get there. Once we do this, they'll just upgrade to heroin, which will be even worse. Like a painkiller, geoengineering won't solve the underlying problem, he said. It can even encourage bad behavior, like when people do things they shouldn't because they don't notice the pain. Still, he said, studying the the issue will help the world make educated decisions about possible risks and benefits of different strategies to deal with climate change. My view is we should always choose knowledge over ignorance. 
everything that this guy is now saying is everything that's been said for the past 10 years, almost eight years that I've been studying chemtrails and geoengineering of our planet. This is very easily their way, as I've always said, they'll finally have to admit it. I claimed last year, 2016, was going to be the year they finally admitted it, that they've been doing it this whole time and just lying to us. But everybody will go, okay, it's good. It's a good reason that they're doing it. This story here is written perfectly to go exactly with what I'm claiming and I have been claiming is what they're up to. They're going to slowly roll it out. They're going to, if the, if, if the chemtrails we're seeing now is the, is the secretive tests. Imagine what we're going to see when they get to this level of testing, when they start rolling out this whole story that they're planning on. As you listen to what they say in this story, what this Wagner guy, I wish I could remember, Keith. Come on, guys. Somebody help me out here. In the chat room, Keith, what's his name? Keith something. He was in, uh, he was in, uh, what in the world are they spraying? Keith, the big climate change guy. He said all these exact things. I wish I had somebody with me so I could search this real fast. It, it, it's it's exactly what was said and what in the world are they spraying. Go back and listen to it. Go back and watch the movie. One more time. I know Michael Murphy has gone off the deep end. And it's a sin to see somebody that you know I spoke with multiple different times. I've interviewed myself. It, it's... Sad to see that happen to somebody like that who's, who's trying. And you know what it was? It was opiates. It was heroin that's caused him to spin out of control. This is what happens in our world now. This is what happens to people fighting for us. They get stuck in these circles of, of pain. I feel so bad for people who... What? No, I don't, sorry, I got distracted. I, I get so... This problem we're having in this country begins with lies and ends with drugs. And until we are given the truth until the people profiting from the death of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people based on their pharmaceutical drugs and the legal dr the illegal drugs that lead from there. Until we fix all these things, this country is going to continue to spiral out of control. There are great people in this in this nation. There's great people in this world. There's people that really care. 
but we let the social engineers dig deep inside of us long, long time ago. And until that is fixed, we're going to continue to suffer. We're going to continue to to have these these issues going on in our world. I just hope we can finally get to a point where where we can fix it and make things nice. All right, you guys, you have a great week. Kiss your children. Hug your family. I love you. I'll talk to you next week. Peace out, my friends. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced, to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused, just trying to get through in this world, always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes, but it takes a long time. The dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real They tend to be fake When I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this rat race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination's fate The sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go But right from day one, I've been in this alone With arms stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check For intelligent life, now's time to connect it's an SOS, the death's been sent So now we just wait and hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO
planet hung behind us In the universe to blind us from the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free and guided through the beautiful The silent when the light shone From a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown These don't go Love you guys, you guys so much. So thanks. Much. thanks. First, first 52 is the diggity. Across the hall. 